Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday. You know what that means. That means it's 5 o'clock somewhere, Van. And that somewhere is Hollow Spirits, where the boys are hanging out today. Van, how are oh, you? Oh, yeah, the boys are live from Hollow Spirits. We is live. Hard to have a better environment here in Albuquerque. Great food, great drinks, great service, and the boys are here. Where's Steph Griffin at? Why, why isn't Steph Griffin here? Hi, I'm back here at the studio. Oh, back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Steph Griffin making the program go round. Josh Sushan joining us at 4.15 today, Van, is that correct? That is correct. Boy, I'm excited to talk to this guy. I am excited to talk to him as well. I am Fred Sloan. I'm going to be with you up until 5.45 this evening before we hand this thing over to the Albuquerque Isotopes, which are... Where the Sugarland? Sugarland? Sugarland. Where's that? That's why that's in Texas. That is in Texas, my okay. friend, right outside of Houston. It's basically Houston. Come by and see your boys at Hollow Spirits, because uh, well, I'm going to be real transparent here. It's five o'clock, Van. It is four o'clock, but it's five o'clock for your boy. And if you come hang out with us, you can sit down, laugh a little bit, and uh, what do we got? Ticks. We got Isotopes tickets. We got Duke City Gladiator tickets. And we got tickets to a good time. Okay. Right here at Hollow Spirits. Do that to me. I'll tell you what. Any friend of the show, any loyal listener mm-hmm. comes by, I'll tell you what. The first beer is on you, of course. You okay, buy, you me. Buy, you buy me a beer. Oh, they it's buy a, you yeah. one. You buy me a beer. That's yeah. the, okay, that yeah, makes yeah, yeah, perfect sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're giving away Isotopes tickets. What, uh, what, that's next week. Isotopes tickets next week. Next Isotopes Wednesday. tickets next week. And we got Duke City Gladder tickets for this Saturday. There we go. Against the hated Massachusetts Pirates. I hate the hated Massachusetts Pirates. Massachusetts Pirates? I believe they were the champs last year. Stupid. Stupid team name. Yeah, we got to go after these guys because they took our spot in the championship because we were st- – we should have won the championship, well, and it would have been against these losers. I don't care for that. Yeah. Joe Girardi's a loser. I don't care for this very much. R.I.P. Joe Girardi. He's not dead, dead. Couldn't cut it in New York. Couldn't cut it in Philadelphia. What's next? The Anaheim Angels is what's next. <laughs> Madden's garbage. He's the next one to go. They're not winning the games they should win. Otani is not. He's a shell of what he was last year. And, by the way, he was so very good last year that you could only really be a shell when trying to recreate that. But he will lose his job in Anaheim. And the only guys that I think would be in the mix for the Anaheim manager job are Joe Giardi, David Eckstein, Jim Edmonds. David Eckstein's got to be the next coach. Yeah, I think so. I think David Eckstein – has an Ackerman for the game. There's only two teams Who, he can manage for. I mean, what kind of bottom feeder? The Angels are trying to, to like work their way to the top. they got some stud players. Why would they hire some loser, Joe Girardi, who's been fired twice already? Well, Joe Madden was setting up that exact same Well, it's not, it's not Joe Madden's fault. Oh, it is. 
It's wasted. Everything's wasted. Mike out there. Trout keeps getting hurt. They don't have any pitching besides Shohei Otani. I mean, they're over 500, which is great for the Angels. Yeah, but they're tanking. Considering their rich what's, history of being what's losers. What's their last 10? I don't have it in front of me. It's not winning. Since the rally monkey, they've been kind of garbage. Yeah, also, when you're over 500, but I think like two-thirds of their wins are against like the Oakland Athletics. Like it doesn't even count right now. You can't pick who's in your division, Fred. You just got to win ball games. Uh, hey, Griff, you can pick your friends, and you can pick your nose, and if you're as close as me and Van Nunley, you can pick your friend's nose. <laughs> I'd allow it. That does not sound fun. This is, well, well, you so haven't seen this inviting nose today. Here's a fun, good. Here's a fun fact, Griff. Um, your finger is the exact size as your nostril. Which one? All of them. All so my nostrils? Every finger that you have fits inside of your own nostril, but my fingers will not fit inside of your nostril. My thumb's pretty tight. That's not a finger. That's a thumb. Ah. No one says finger up. They say thumbs up. And if they say finger up, you leave. You leave wherever you're at. Well, a, th- a thumb is a finger, but what? a finger is not a thumb. Oh, gosh. I don't think that's true. It's 100% true. You think I could- I took anatomy and physiology in college like 20 years ago, Fred. Stop I know this. Griff, there's no value if someone cites to you a class that they failed 20 years ago in college. Oh, Aren't you, they just phalanges? What is a phalange? Yeah. What? Or you go metacarpal. A, a what? Yeah. Digit. <laughs> Appendage. I'm going metacarpal. I'm referring to body parts only by their scientific names from now on, just this, to annoy Fred. This well, it won't annoy Fred; it will confuse Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what those things are. Yeah, you know what this is right here? What I'm pointing Stop to? Stop pointing at whatever that is. Pointing at the tip of your elbow. What is that? Do you know what the tip of your elbow is, Griffin? No. It's called a weenus. A what? A weenus. The tip of your elbow is your weenus. What, what is behind your knee called? Is that called a knee pit? <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's that's the scientific verbiage. You nailed that one. Who's the new, all right, Joe Giardi's gone. Who's the new manager? Who's the interim? Uh, great question. I was just reveling in the firing. I didn't even look who's taking oh, okay. his place. No, I don't have it in front of me. The uh, I was late to the program today, Griff, because I was helping Locker 505. We were setting up a fun trivia fundraiser with the Sheraton where we're going to do a big tailgate trivia fundraiser in an effort to uh, support their efforts over there at Locker 505. It should be a banger of an event. We've got a date set. We're going to do it August 19th. I've never been more excited for anything in my life. So that is a Friday night. We're going to laugh a lot with that one. We're going to super enjoy it, and we're going to do really good at it. And we will invite the friends of the program and all those sponsors that we've had for so many times to come out and celebrate their alma maters in a university tailgate-style trivia night. Griff, if you'd like to be on our team, you can join our team, but I need you to really catch up on a couple things. Number one, like uh, I have Simpsons trivia, so you don't have to get that one. Van has crappy 90s rap. So well, Hold on. Don't use the word crappy in front of it. I'm a connoisseur he has, of 90s hip-hop. Right, so he has uh, 90s hip crap, 90s crap. That's what my dad calls it. And then, uh, Griff, what do you got? What's your trivia expertise? I most definitely could do, like, Friends. Uh, that's a good one, because I can't. Van, can you do Friends? 
Uh, considering I don't have any friends, probably not. Okay, so good. Just Griff, me and you, buddy. Griff, you are out in. on an island. Maybe some light think, um, Harry Potter. Did, okay, so I think Harry Potter is a good one for trivia. Yeah. I think we, I, this should be today's I-9 Varsity. So today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Trivia Topics. Love okay, it. Okay, so if you write Love that one it. down, I don't have my notebook in front of me. So today's I-9 Varsity, which you can get at 530 on this program today, is the I-9 Varsity of Trivia Topics. And and obviously, like we're not going to do the, the we're not going to do current events. Current events is not going to make this list. We're talking about like all timers. Correct. Yeah. So Star Wars will. Hey, make hold those. on! Quit saying my answers. Okay, that's okay. X out Star Wars. I'm going to have to. <laughs> oh, I finally got caught up on Obi Wan. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. No spoilers. No spoilers, but. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> A <laughs> uh, Rob Thompson, bench bench coach, will be taking over for Joe Girardi. <laughs> Let's come back to that. It's the the Imperial March is what Fred was humming right That's, there. I Griffin knew that. She knew that right away. Yeah. All of Hollow Spirits knew that because. Whenever I was doing it, people were standing up at attention. They were not. There's a couple bangers from Star Wars that are as universal as anything. The sound of a lightsaber. Oh, wah, duh. Yeah. R2-D2's. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't cuss on air, Fred. This, sorry, my Watch bad. Watch what you yeah, say. my bad. Some people might sorry. speak R2-D2 language. Do your Chewbacca real quick. <laughs> these, all of these. It's crazy the cultural <laughs> impact just one thing has had. Yeah, it's the best thing that's ever been invented besides baseball. It is the best and thing. And one other thing that I can't talk about on air that gets us in trouble. Free water. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is as good as free water yeah. and baseball. <laughs> Giving away tickets here at Hollow Spirits. Isotopes tickets. Gla- Duke City Gladiator tickets. Come by, see your boys. Don't call. Don't text. 505-246-0610. We don't want it. We're not going to give them to you that way. you got to come down to Hollow Spirits. Hang out with us because we're going to hang out with you. And then at 545, when this becomes an Isotopes broadcast, well, instead of being here at the broadcast booth, man, we're going to be belly up to that bar over there. Yes, sir. Griff, let's grab a break just a little bit early so we can get Josh in. We're going to talk about the big win last night for the boys. We're going to talk about the upcoming tonight and then how the weekend series is going to wrap up before a fun little three-gamer. So we got a three-gamer at home next week. It's just weird. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm it- so indoctrinated to the – Six Tuesday on, six off. Yeah. yeah. And then did I – it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Is that right? Or is it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Well, you got it's me It's Tuesday, there. Wednesday, Thursday. Hey, I got an idea. Yeah. After the break. Last Josh. Last Ash. Smart. Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan. But we are giving away tickets to next Wednesday. Is that correct, man? I believe so. So come by. That would be two Wednesdays from now. Two Wednesdays from now. The 15th. We're giving away some ticks two Wednesdays from now. And look, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'm not going to cap you at two I'm not going to cap you at four mm-hmm. if you would like any number of tickets. Oh, you gosh. Can. Oh, my gosh. I have so many in my hand right now. Are you a Boy Scouts troop? Do you need? Yep. Do you uh, You have a whole baseball, a whole Little League baseball team Dude, that would like tickets? You know I like Because non- I'll give you tickets to all the good players. I like non-numerical and <laughs> non-sequential units of measurement, and I would say you currently have a grip of tickets. I have a grip of tickets. There's I can't a, even close my fist around this it. This is all right. Weird visual. Okay. 
We're two men on live from the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, spend our evenings right here at Hollow Spirits, Van. And I'm looking at you, Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka, because I'm about to make some jungle juice at this this tailgate trivia night that we're going to do, Van. This so stoked. thing is going to get super Oh, loose. my God. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Deep. Sports Animal. Back live on the program, live from Hollow Spirits. I mean, where's that Friday night crowd? Need to get that Friday night crowd out. It's already 5 o'clock in the Central Time Zone, and that's where Josh Sushan is. Josh, how are you? All right, we got these tickets to give away. And boys got a victory last night, and uh, there's no rain in the forecast, and I get to talk to you guys. I'm fabulous. There we go, man. Van taking an extra second. He's back with us now. Got the headset on. Yeah, big win for the boys last night. You called that. As you said, this is going to be the one. We got gold on the mound. And from gold to Godot, Van, we are going at it again. As Ashton takes the mound. Is that correct, Godot? Yes, Godot, yeah. Uh, but let's talk about Brandon Gold because I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, why does this guy not get more attention? Why does he not get more hype? I mean, this guy – he was our best pitcher for most of last year until Frank Duncan came along, and then he was our second best pitcher. And this year they started him in the bullpen, and now he's come back to the rotation, and he's made five starts. And every time he's gone into five or six innings, he's given up three runs or less. And last Pretty night good. he went six innings, gave up three runs. The team has been struggling. They've been struggling to, to not give up runs in the first and second inning. And, I mean, he's just a strike-throwing machine, and he's always had a good slider, and now with slider this year filthy and i'm like why is this guy get not get more like hype and attention so i'm trying to hype him up because at a certain point like results matter <laughs> his results have been fantastic for, for not just two years but he was great at double a and great at single a so yeah man it's, it's i love it when he pitches man he works quick he throws a ton of strikes there's just like a there's just a really good rhythm to him and you can just tell the boys just feel like man we got a chance to win when he's on the mound well, and, and I know we got like a kind of a different isotope schedule next week, but I don't know what day we're going to be out at the ballpark. We're going to be out there someday. We just we got to get we got to get Brandon on the program. Hundred percent. Like if because normally we give out the drip, but if he can give me the drip, I want it. I want the Brandon Gold drip. Wait, yeah, hold on. I mean, the two men on drip tell, works like in a reverse really too. Guy too. Like he went to Georgia Tech. He was a two A guy in college. He's a really uh, he's a deep thinker. You know, but he's a fun guy to talk to. And by the way, the, the series next week. We're playing El Paso for six. We just happen to play three of them in Albuquerque and three of them in El Paso. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry that you have to go to El Paso. My Ugh. condolences to you. Careful. And, and they get the weekend. What's up with that? That's not fair. We get the, two, the Tuesday through Thursday, and they get the weekend? They're gross. Everything about them. Yeah. I thought we were supposed to have every single holiday here at the lab. Isn't that the rule? What is going on here? <laughs> I negotiated really hard for that. <laughs> Wait, did I do that? I didn't. I totally didn't do yeah, that. Didn't I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Josh, Joe we'll Girardi got canned today. Is he ever going to get an opportunity and two-parter here? How long is it going to take for them to woo Chase Utley to coach the Phillies? Ooh, ooh. Um, will Girardi get another managerial opportunity? Well, this, he's now had three, right? He was the Marlins, he was the Yankees, and now he's the Phillies. So – you usually don't get four unless the first three went really good or unless your best friend is in charge of hiring, right? Uh-huh. Um, now, I can still see him being a bench coach somewhere. Yeah, I could definitely see him doing more TV, which he's done before. Um, yeah. he, he, he's not going to leave baseball. He's going to keep doing something in baseball. But probably going to be a while before he gets a, a fourth opportunity to manage. 
And as far as Chase Dutley, you never know, right? When you're a name, you never know. I, I've never gotten the sense that Chase Dutley wants to manage. Ryan Howard. I, who else would – like, I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy you Rollins. Know. Yeah. J-Rolls. I can see J-Roll being a really good manager, by the way. Pete Rose, maybe. Um, oh, is he, he in the hand in Philly? <laughs> I like J-Roll when he's doing – I like J-Roll when he's doing the uh, – you know, the analysis stuff. He, he does a good job on that. Um, he, yeah, I don't know if he wants to do it. It almost like it was never going to be a fit, though. I think I feel like the last time Joe Girardi was, had anything to do with Philly, wasn't that 9 and he just really let him down then, too. So it's this is just kind of like history repeating itself. Can't be MVP every year, man. That's show here, Tony. The uh, the game tonight, Josh looks to be a uh, looks to be a pretty good night of baseball. You were saying the weather is perfect. You're saying the conditions are perfect, and obviously weekend games pack out down there in Sugarland. What do you think Godot is going to do on the mound? I think he's going to go four innings because that's the plan. He has spent the yep. whole year in the major leagues with the Rockies in the bullpen, and he's I was a starter previously. They've actually I think they've sent him down to the minor leagues three times this year, and the first two times he got called right back up immediately. So the plan is for him to go four innings. And, you know, and then turn it over to the bullpen because you know, they want to basically stretch him out so that they can use him as a starter, they can use him as a reliever. He's basically available to do whatever. You know? And you know, it's interesting. He's been in the organization forever, but I feel like we've rarely had a chance to see him pitch because of just circumstances of, you know, he gets claimed off waivers, then he goes here, and then he goes to the big leagues, and he just kind of bounces around constantly. So I'm excited to see him pitch, and um, you'll see if we can get two in a row. Josh, is this going to be another situation where they turn the pitch clock off while he's pitching and then turn it back on when minor league Rosker, Rosker guys get on the mound? No, because he is straight on a uh, on an option. He is not on a rehab assignment, even though he's been time, so a lot of time in the major leagues. That, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, he's got to deal with the pitch clock, which I actually think becomes interesting for guys who have been in the big leagues and then they come down to AAA and they have to immediately, you know, figure out the new rules, right, and do that, like, on, on the fly. They really don't get, like, a grace period. But, you know, well, Look, he's a pro. He can figure it out. Well, you just answered my next question. He's a pro. He could figure it out. Have you been? (laughs) Have you seen this situation? Have you seen this situation before yet this year, where somebody hasn't worked with the pitch clock and steps right into it? We actually had earlier this year. Riley Smith was pitching, and it was Smith's debut in the minors. He'd been in the big league camp with the Diamondbacks, and. It was his first outing, and he knew that the pitch clock was existed, but he didn't know about some of the more um, finer points of the pitch clock that have been emphasized this year that, that were not emphasized in the past. He basically thought that he got get to a certain point and he could step off the rubber and say, hey, go through the signs again. And the umpire said, no, you can't do that anymore. That's what we're trying to get. That was basically a loophole in the past that people were exploiting, and you can't do that anymore. And so he actually talked to the umpire between innings. The umpire explained it to him, and he was like, okay. And he's actually a guy who works really quickly, so he didn't have to worry about it too much. But it was a little bit of a shock to him when in the middle of the at-bat, there was a ball that was called on him, and he's like, wait, I thought I could do that. And they're like, no, not anymore. Josh, Monday, June 13th is a Monday, and you, I need you to join me on my NMAA golf scramble to support high school athletics here in the state. So you available that morning? What's up? We have a really cool thing that we're doing at the ballpark, actually, on that Monday. We have, okay, so we're celebrating Juneteenth for the first time this year. And in order to make sure that our front office knows exactly what Juneteenth is and what it's not and why it's celebrated and sort of the history of it, we're going to have 
Dr. Charles Becknell Jr. from UNM's African American Studies Department. Oh, he's going to come. He's going to speak to our to our entire front office to make sure that we, as the staff, know what Juneteenth is. So, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. That's what we're doing that afternoon. Well, Josh, I am see-through white, but I would love to come help because, as you know, I'm right, from right outside of Houston, Texas, and Galveston is where the Juneteenth holiday started. So we grew up celebrating Juneteenth, and now it's a national holiday. So it's really it's crazy to see a holiday that we thought only southeastern Texas celebrated, and then growing up, now it's a national holiday. It's really cool to see. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, look, I'll be honest. My school didn't teach me what Juneteenth was. I never even heard of that phrase until I went to college. And then I, you know, realized what Juneteenth was. And, you know, and I remember there was this really good episode of Blackish that came out, like, I don't know, four or five years ago, where, like, the, where the family was actually, like, talking about how torn they were. Like, wait, should we be celebrating this? Should we not be celebrating this? That was really good. And for our staff, it's not just going to be Dr. Charles, but his dad is also going to come. So we're going to kind of get two different generations' perspective on what Juneteenth is and why it was kind of more of a regional holiday and now how it's become a federal holiday and, and why certain foods, you know, like strawberry soda and red velvet cake and barbecue meats and, like, what those foods symbolize with the color of red. It's basically the, the blood of the, of the slaves that was shed, and so it was basically is like a way of, like, honoring, you know, what the slaves had to go through. That's why the color of red is so prominent. So we're going to learn a whole bunch more, and I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, to me, is really excited about Juneteenth as well is just how quickly like municipalities and how quickly organizations and communities have taken towards celebrating and educating communities sure. about it. And, you know, our often co-host, Robert Gibson, who's not with us today, he's hosting the Juneteenth Freedom Day event at Campus Park, which is the new park right outside the Rio Rancho Event Center. Uh, Great spot. Yeah, and, and it's just uh, just an important <coughs> moment it's an important education time it's an important tool and and you knew the isotopes would be out in front of that you knew the isotopes would be taking advantage of their mass popularity to to educate friends of the isotopes yeah. in, in that world so excellent job to you josh excellent job to everyone there at the ballpark and the team so i need to fill my fourth spot on this scramble that's what you're saying yes but the next time you have a golf <laughs> opportunity please invite me again the, uh, the team of me Star of TV and Radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega and Robert Portnoy. Uh, we really could have used you there as an Dark anchor. Set cat. Yeah, well, we were we were going to go out there full media. We were going to draw attention. We were going to make a unfitted name for ourselves mm-hmm. at the NMAA <laughs> golf tournament. But now instead, um, we're going to have to get a hack like Van. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're uh, when you say hack, uh, what I hear is ringer. Your mm-hmm. ringer Van uh, mm-hmm. will be out of town, but. Uh, that's cool, though. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, anything we missed? Anything in the world of baseball that we did not bring to you? No, you did not. You guys brought it, as always. There you go. Let's talk, on, let's talk on Tuesday about an Isotopes four-game winning streak. Deal. The, uh, you want to do, do that in person at the ballpark? Just knock it out early? Whatever you want. You, whatever you guys want. You guys are always welcome to the ballpark. I love, well, here's the, when you take my Fridays away yeah. by going to terrible and awful and, and ruthless El Paso. Ugh. All right, hear me out. We I, go to El Paso. Ooh. We are not welcome in El Paso, We are Fred. not, but I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll walk into enemy territory, man. We're on the wall of every post office in El Paso. Did, Josh, does my media pass work in El Paso? I need an answer right now. <laughs> yes. Did, oh, we, Sweet. Okay. I'll make sure okay, it works. we sneak in. <laughs> Where's the back door? Yes, that's, that's what, what, what we you need to enter. What if you from Albuquerque to El Paso and you did the show live while driving? 
Okay. Okay. I mean, that might be a technological challenge, but I think that'd be really fun. Well, I'm a 5G guy. I don't know how the state holds up to that. The, the uh, El Paso would hate it if we showed up and on their concourse, we just ripped. We did a bit on El Paso for three straight hours. What if you just like pretended like you were the local El Paso station? Would they even know the difference? So, oh no, we're the two yeah. new guys on the on the station. What do we have to do? Put on some cowboy hats sideways and put in some buck teeth? <laughs> hey uh, You know what I mean, Josh. You know what I'm talking about. Ice Tubs baseball tonight. What, what's on deck tonight before the, uh, before the game? Uh, I think I'm going to talk to Chad Smith. I'm going to go uh, grab him right now. He just got turned back down after making his Major League debut. It's always super fun when a guy yep. uh, talks about his Major League debut. So I'm going to see if I can snag him away from BP and record an interview right now. Uh, do me a favor. Ask him this question. Are you ready? Yeah. From, from the clubhouse, what did you steal? Ooh, from the clubhouse to where? To, well, I feel like every athlete I know that makes their major league debut in whatever sport it is, they always, they always like, swipe a little memento. Like, oh, find out oh, what he oh, what swiped. Did you steal. I thought you said steal. Yeah. No, 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 steal. There's always something. Steal. And it's, some, it's little okay. sometimes. It's a, it's a pencil for the lineup card. It's, a, it's little stuff like that. But like, what? What did you swipe? What? What? What keepsake okay. do you have forever? I'm adding that to my list right now. All right, there we go. Consider it done. Sushan, world of talent. He's very good at baseball, and he hates to play golf. Thank you so very much. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. What a good dude. My favorite thing about minor league baseball, my absolute favorite thing, is you have access to like those kind of stories from athletes. Like, I love the game on the field. I love ballparks and baseballs and hot dogs, blah, blah, blah. I got it. Beer. But, like, the humanizing aspect of it, you know, yeah, yeah, they're not unobtainable super athletes. They are, but they're right here next to you. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of an incredible thing. We got a full day. Is Sebastian Noel joining us? Byron Cooper, defensive end for the Gladiators, calling in oh, right heck now. Yeah. Talk a little Gladiator football against the hated Massachusetts Pirates. She's a world of talent. We'll do that whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Duke City Gladiator, number six himself, Byron Cooper. Byron, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Doing good, brother. Welcome to the program. Got a big game this weekend, huh, my man? Yes, sir. Every game is a big game, but this is definitely a big game right here, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, everyone else in the league knows it's a big game because the uh, Duke City Gladiators just keep climbing here. Had a couple tough L's in a row, but the boys are on the comeback. And I tell you what, I was at the Gladiators game last week, and I'll be at the Gladiators game tomorrow. And the house is packing out, too. Like, Albuquerque is in support of the boys. Yeah, I think people are starting to uh, understand a little bit, starting to, you know, feel what we got coming. And uh, especially with the way we finished last year, um, a lot of people thought um, it was either a fluke or, you know, it was either real. So I think that now that we're getting to the thick of the season and we're winning some games and uh, we're doing some good things, I think people are starting to, you know, uh, fall back in love with the Gladiators. So, you know, that's all we're looking to do. So you got two back-to-back one-point losses on the road, absolute heartbreakers, but since then rattled off three wins in a row. What's the key to this streak that you guys have been on? Uh, I think just playing a full game. Um, a big thing for us is uh, we struggle in the third quarter a lot of times as a uh, as a unit. Um, we get a little bit complacent at halftime. You know, a lot of people start worrying about the wrong things, and it gets us uh, out of the uh, scheme of things that we're used to. 
Um, so I would just say even in the uh, San Diego loss or in the San, in San Diego win, which felt like a loss to a lot of us, um, I think we felt that we played a full game across the board, um, a few stops on defense, um, a few extra, you know, touchdowns that we would like to get. Um, but special teams also play well. So, you know, we're looking to just capitalize on that and, you know, just keep going from there. Home tomorrow versus the Mass Pirates, and we got to go on the road to Frisco back home against Arizona. And I hate Arizona more than any other team in the entire face of the earth, right. no matter what sport it is. So <laughs> the boys have a strong chance here going up against Arizona in two weeks to be at that 7-5 and because we're currently sitting at 5-5 five and five on the season, by the way. This is like this is like an eight and two team. Band. This is the best five yeah. and five team in the history of the league. All time, not yeah. even close. Yes, sir. Talk a little bit about your quarterback, yeah. and talk a little bit about that learning curve bouncing back from from Nate Davis going down in the opening week, and what Ramon is doing. Oh, of course, uh, Ramon being a young guy, he's a uh, he's very patient. He's uh, extremely coachable, extremely humble. A lot of guys will tell you that. Um, he was pretty quiet early on, um, and I'm one of the guys who. Uh, likes to get, you know, make guys a little bit uncomfortable. So I've been able to talk to him a little bit more, but he loves the game. He's extremely smart. Um, he's, he's, he's really, uh, you know, bringing it all in together. And uh, I think with Nate um, being on the sideline, you know, the best quarterback to play the indoor football game, um, I think you can't Ever. go wrong there. Um, a little bit later in the season, well, as the season's getting later, they're starting to figure out each other a little bit more, um, starting to see, you know, each other's tendencies and what each other likes. So, it's a, you know, a decent relationship these guys got going on right there. All right, not going to sugarcoat it, my dude. You guys got cheated against Arizona last year. You should have been in the finals against Massachusetts. Does that make – you know, you said, you know, every game matters, every game's the big game. But is this one just a little bit tastier knowing that you're going to beat the champs at home in Rio Rancho on Saturday? Uh, I hate to say not really, but uh, not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, they are the champions, and we do love to look at it that way. But uh, the Lakers came into the season this year, and no one, you know, gave them the upper hand. You know, so uh, I feel like Mass has been playing a pretty fair season. Um, they've lost to – Mass actually did lose to Vegas. Um, so we do have that uh, going for us in the terms of, you know, knowing our matchup. Uh, but not really. Um, I, I just think that with Mass being on the opposite side, it does give us a little bit of push in terms of, a few of the games we have lost, um, but I think we're just fighting against each other. Um, every game, every game we lost um, has been a with in-house loss. Um, I think we are one of the best five and five teams, if not the best five and five teams ever. Um, we have a lot of great things going for us. So I wouldn't say we're overlooking them whatsoever because they are an excellent ball club. They're a great program, um, but I do think that we uh, look at ourselves extremely high, and you know we plan on uh, sealing the deal this week. Duke City Gladiators facing Massachusetts Pirates this Saturday at the Rio Rancho Event Center, 6 o'clock. Get there early for the tailgate. It is an awesome start. time. There is 3 o'clock start at the tailgate. Go have a blast. You might catch some players. You might hang out with some new friends who also love the Duke City Gladiators. Byron couldn't be here with us at Hollow Spirits in person, but we do have a stack of tickets to Saturday's matchup, so make sure you get by Hollow Spirits. Come see the boys, and we got some tickets for you. Now, Byron, the part you haven't mentioned yet, which I will do because I am I get very excited about these Steam games, it's a whiteout party. Yeah, baby. Whiteout oh, in yeah. the game. You, oh, yeah. You notice that stuff on the field, right? You know when the fan base is there in solidarity. 
Yeah, so we do. Uh, I mean, we always appreciate the fans. A lot of times, uh, when you play, when guys are playing those NFL games, they can't be nearly as uh, in tune uh, with what do I say? Uh, with the with the sideline or with the players or well, the co- well, what do I say? The fans because it's so far away. But we love the fans being there. Um, a number of our players were share popcorn prior to a play. Um, <laughs> we just love when the fans are there, man. They bring us all together. Um, it just keeps everybody happy. And, uh, you know, come out to Rio Rancho Event Center tomorrow, uh, 6 p.m. It'll be a great time. You know, possibly get a football, sign some autographs at the end of the game. Um, and I hate to guarantee things, you know, because, you know, world, you know, the world is tricky. But I think the way we've practiced and the things that we've got going for us right now, uh, it's going to be hard to stop the gladiators going all throughout the rest of the year. You know, I hope that doesn't come okay. to bite me in the back. But the guys I have and what we have, it's, it's going to be hard for us to uh, – Looking you know, for the fourth ball, W ball in a short. row is the Gladiators. The uh, little personal story, man. So I was at the game last week, and I'm, like, there in the like the end zone area, right? I'm, sure. Yeah, I'm hanging out with a handful of people. And Ramon, he's rolling to the right, and he gives, he gives like, a little, like, he's going to go to the corner to Jared Elmore, but he just fakes it, and he ends up doing a little quarterback sneak in. And I thought for a second, I was like, yep. I was like there's going to be a ball coming right at me. I'm about to lose my stuff. I'm not going to be able to handle it. <laughs> and it happens in just, like, a blink. And that's every play uh, isn't fired yep. in the indoor game, where every play is is three seconds. But I tell you what, they're, they're not point three seconds. This game just flies. Yes, it does. A lot of fast-paced action. You can catch it tomorrow night at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Byron, thank you so very much for taking the time with us, brother. And we're going to hand out some Gladiators tickets when you come see the boys here at Hollow Spirits. Number six, do real good this weekend. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. And I just want to give a shout-out to the uh, old Duke City Gladiators uh, football team, the organization. You know, Gina Thomas, uh, Fred Griggs, Sherman Carter, Chris Choice. You guys, are, we're all doing an excellent job. You know, it's, it's tough in this indoor league. Um, you know, flying guys in and out, having a lot of different personalities fly around. So um, I will say what they're doing here with us is a, is a great thing, you know, and if you are approached by a gladiator coach next year or in some time, this is a great place to be no matter, you know, what you may hear or what you may see. Just because we play a little aggressive, <laughs> you know, that's not, the, that's not the way the organization yeah. carries things. So I just want to say I appreciate, appreciate you guys and everything, man. Tickets as low as $12, and they're available online. But don't even come get a handful of them from your boys here at Hollow Spirits. Can, can you hear that in the microphone? That's me spreading these tickets That's around. Can okay. you hear that? Can That's, you hear that? He's, he's, Byron, he's doing the motion like if you're at a strip club and you're throwing tickets out with your hands. <laughs> like, what is that, Byron? That's not professional. <laughs> he knows the show. <laughs> All right, Byron. Thank you, my dude. Appreciate you. Whenever we get back from the break, we'll wrap up this 4 o'clock hour and then just 45 minutes till the weekend, and your boys are working for it. We're going to tell you what we're doing tomorrow morning with Locker 505 and University of New Mexico's football team, and we're going to give you a little insight into the world of giving in this community. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I like this song. I was in a talent show in junior high school. And uh, it was like one of those, like, you know, sing or dance, you know, talent shows. I'm familiar with talent shows. Yes, Fred. And it was like weird human tricks. You know, like the kid who could pop his knuckles a hundred times because he never drank enough milk when he was a kid. (laughs) So uh, I think that's genetic having nothing to do with milk, my friend. But uh, whatever. You come down to Hollow Spirits. You 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 live your life. For every time you can, if you can crack your knuckle like consecutively, I think that is the vitamin D deficiency, I think is what it is.
Patio's open upstairs at Hollow Spirits. Come hang out. It's freaking beautiful out here today. Weather's perfect. Place Weather's perfect. You got nice little tarps for some, like, half-shade actions. So even gingers like me can survive here upstairs. So it's pretty sweet. All right, let me make sure I got this text right, man. Okay. So general manager of the Rio Rancho Event Center. Yes, sir. Okay. Cat named Matt Bollinger. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Friend of the show, friend in the real life, Matt Bollinger. Mary Brown. At Ma- least he acts like it. He might not act. He might He might not admit to being our friend. But yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do a lot of radio. Does a lot of giving. Really good dude. Yeah. Mary Brown Montanez, who is the, like, outreach. She's the media girl. She's the whole thing. She makes everything go around up there. Here's this text we just got. So you know they're listening to the program. Well, everyone should be if they're not. If you present your Gladiators ticket at the box office, okay, the game for Saturday, tomorrow, okay, you will receive one free Nelly ticket the following night, Sunday night. Is that, are you sure? That is what this says right here. Are you sure? So it says. I think it's the other way around. Word on the street is you can present your Gladiators ticket at the box office and receive a free Nelly ticket. Oh, my gosh. I heard the opposite. So n- I heard if you buy a Nelly ticket, no, you get a free Gladiators ticket. So let me ticket. get this straight. Hold on. You're about to have a weekend full of the best arena football possible okay. and a little bit of uh, uh. That's the right amount. <laughs> <laughs> you and I will be at the Nelly concert yeah, we this will. Sunday night getting super weird. Super weird. Like the kind of weird to where on Monday morning people say, Really? We haven't we haven't really shopped this around a lot yet. Who's yeah. our DD? That's an expensive Uber. For Nelly? Yeah. Uh, I think they're just gonna put a cot up for us. Oh nice. Yeah. I'll stay there. The I'll help I'll sweep up a little bit. The uh Saturday morning though, you and I are busy. As we're joining the UNM football team and they're bringing get this, I got the text today from Coach Daniel Gonzalez. They're bringing one hundred Oh my god. They're bringing 100. That's coll- 20 more than yesterday. Yes. Collegiate football players and staff. Oh, my God. From the UNM football program. They're taking them over to Locker 505 is right there on Candelaria. And they're going to empty out, physically move, Van, the entire guts of Locker 505. So the that's whole a- thing. And what is that, Van? That's that's the administrative stuff. That's washers and dryers. That's that's the clothes that the that Locker 505 distributes to kids in the community. Literally tons, tons of clothes. Of stuff. Yes. The football team is going to load that bad boy up. Load that bad boy into their equipment trailer and you're like, "Well, what is that, Fred? That's like that's like an individual trailer." No, this is the semi that they take yes. to away games. Right. This is the equipment trailer. They're then going to pack up Locker 505's office. Locker 505 is going to wave goodbye to their office, and they're going to a brand-new 7,000-square-foot facility where they were no longer Locker 505, just support the Albuquerque area. They'll support Bernalillo and Sandoval County, and I think all the way out to, like, Edgewood and beyond. And we will have Kim Kirshen on Monday, the director of Locker 505, to go over that. And we're going to have a lot of fun with that conversation. And we're going to get real sweaty tomorrow. We're going to get real so, sweaty. Let me get this straight. Yeah. 100 UNN Lobo football players. And support staff. And support staff. And other athletes yes. from, from other programs. Correct. Et cetera, et cetera. Yes. UNM Athletics stepping it up big time. My question being, why do they need me? This, I'm 160 pounds and I'm 40. Well, how I can provide. What, do I carry the clipboard? Like, do I check things off? Like, what am I doing? This 
I believe it'll be a supervisorial role. I, There's the you, Lobos will have people there that can bench four of me. You, yes. I don't understand what I'm going to do. Well, and the teamwork and precision that this is going to take, this is going to be offensive line esque, and you don't have that kind of fellowship in your life. You don't have that kind of cooperation with others. I do have the know-how and organizational skills to align these players in the right direction and help them out. Maybe that's my job. I believe that is your job. Because I've I've never broken through the glass ceiling of middle management anyways. So, like, this is right up my alley. Just shows the – just shows how good all your bosses have been to know your limits. <laughs> also joining us on Monday will be Gino Ramsey. He's the new director of recruiting over at UNM for the football program, and he's going to be a part of this on Friday as well. So a little twofer because we're going to get to welcome Gino to the community. Stoked. Yeah. And, Gino's and a strong name. He's a good dude. Strong so, name. Yeah, spoke to him today. He's excited about doing this thing uh, from San Joaquino, California, originally, don't you Okay. Know? But, uh, yeah, he's out here, and he's doing that thing to help. And he's going to be a part of the process on Saturday. And then, uh, obviously, we're, we're going to celebrate a lot. Got uh, all the TVs going to come out. I called, uh, called Ortega over at 4, called Van Tate over there at 13, called 7. No one returned my call, so I Ooh. called twice. KOAT needs to figure it out. You're going to be a part of helping the boys? You're going to need to figure it out. Talked to Stella Sun today, the meteorologist over there. Okay. She's like, I got you, Fred. So KOAT is going to be out tomorrow, too. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that one. We're going to. Help Locker 505 expand. And I tell you what, the the growth of they as they've been a part of the program is about as cool as it gets. And the appreciation that I need to show towards UNM, the football team, Dave Williams specifically, Deputy Director, Eddie Nunez, what a the guy. athletic director. What a guy. There is just an amount of effort to this community that I think is unparalleled. Albuquerque might not know how good they have it no, with the Lobo it. Athletics Department we don't get it. and the kind of talent they have there at mm-hmm. the university. It's phenomenal. Yeah, we, we, got a, we got a university that is filled with individuals who care about community, they care about fellowship, and they care about giving, and they're going to do that tomorrow. So, uh, you know what, even if you're excited, come hang out with your boys. If you're a friend of the show, reach out to the program at TalkABQ. We'll drop you a pin. Sweet. Yeah, you, wanna, you don't even have to pack boxes. Everything's packed. It just has to be loaded. got to go. And they're going to go a couple blocks over, unload it. I think there'll be snacks. There'll be snacks, man. It's important. If you're going to work that hard, you deserve a nice snack. Griffin, what are you doing tomorrow morning? You want to come out? You want to hang out? I do Dream Style tomorrow. I do oh, a remote yeah, at Dream Style. Point. That's a good program. Yeah, they do a good job on that. Okay. It's a whole thing. Saturday morning on KKOB is very good. I'm a big Jericho Nursery guy. Well, who isn't? They, Griffin, have you been out to Jericho Nursery yet? Oh, my gosh, they got the coolest stuff. I'm also a big uh, Osuna Nursery guy. Shout out to a friend of the show, Shannon Cody, ah, who, who helped out the YMCA with a $200 gift card. Generous. Community Garden. Yeah, generous donation to the Community Garden over there. This program, bringing people together. Isn't that great? 45 minutes of this one left. I'm only going to laugh the next 45 minutes. There's a bunch of stories. I mean, there's some crazy stories LeBron's today. a billionaire. LeBron's a billionaire. The state of Florida hates their own sports teams. Deshaun Watson spent a billion, <laughs> tried to at least. Ain't worth it. Two nope. things in life you don't pay for. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, sports animal. Smart, grip, super smart. I was like, good gracious, bodacious. Do you have to censor that? I don't know the rules. Bodacious? Well, it's 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 ass is bodacious. Oh, you yeah. say ass. Okay. 
You just can't add another word to the end of it. Is that, that makes it very specific. You about to do a Carlin bit? You about to do a Carlin bit? Live at Hollow Spirit Spring Special today. Come see the boys. Yeah, come check out the new special today at Hollow Spirits. Go on Instagram, follow at Hollow Spirits NM. Hot Hollow could, Summer. And you could check out hashtag Hot Hollow Summer. That is yep. correct, Fred. And you could check out the Firefighter. What's a firefighter, you might ask? Okay. So you should definitely go on Instagram and see the ingredients of the firefighter, but you should just come right down here anyways and have one. Yes. Because all proceeds from sales of the firefighter drink special go to Northern New Mexico Fire. Oh, early. I like that. So come have a good time in a great place, great food, great drink, and help a great cause. Hollow Spirit is also doing donations right now for fire relief. They have a big uh, donation box up front, and there's luggage. There's, I think I saw a car seat for a baby up there. There's yeah. all, all kinds of cool stuff. So they're doing an excellent job. They're hanging out. A lot of NBA talk. We had a lot of NBA talk yesterday, as we should. It's the NBA Finals. And I told you, Boston Celtics fans, to number one, man up. Number one, go ahead and let them drop. Number one, show everyone else that you got the big mouth that Boston fans have. Number one, I keep saying number one because all these things are equally important. Sure. Be an actual fan and don't just be happy to be there, you sad sack losers. And what did Boston go on and do last night? They put it on them boys, 120 to 108, just the way I said they would. Also, old man Horford, sipping from the fountain of youth, goes for 26, leads the squad, Jalen Brown, all day and all night. And then lastly, I saw this fun statistic of the 41 of the 41 three-point attempts that Boston took last night. Only four of them were contested, Van. Ooh-wee. So you're talking either open or, quote-unquote, wide open were the Celtics. And this, to me, it's not Al Horford blowing the kiss at the end of the game. It's not, it's not the Celtics being in the mix up until the fourth when they were just demonstrably better than the Warriors. But it's this quote that I found right here. And this, to me, is the thing that kind of led – that kind of that kind of speaks to the Boston mentality, and it comes from head coach Emi Uduka. Quote: This is right before the start of the fourth quarter. Quote: You're getting punked out there. They're punking us right now. Is this the way you want to go out? This is not us. Let's at least give ourselves a chance. And they held the freaking San Francisco Golden State Warriors like 14 points in the fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? Put the hammer down, boys. Big win for the Celtics in game one. Dude, that is hood motivation That's right what there. I'm saying. He didn't have his clipboard out and be like, okay, what we got to do is here we go. We oh, see yeah. that we got the corners open here. And well, what gotta, you gonna do is we, everybody is going to key on Tatum, but we got we got Horford out here. You, you got to feed the ball to oh. Horford in the fourth quarter. Get him some open threes. No. no. He said, you're getting punked, son. Yes. Watch your back out in these streets. Surrendering That's only. That's the greatest coaching I've ever I'm heard in my you. life. surrendering only 16 points in the fourth quarter, but putting 40 of them on there. And you're like, Fred, this is afternoon drive. Don't recap the game. We already know. Here's what I'm telling you. Don't know. They ain't got a team of sissies over there. No. Because Boston go hard. This isn't super soft West Coast. We couldn't hang at the Oracle in Oakland. We had to go across the bay. We're no longer the Golden State Warriors. We're the San Francisco Warriors. Put it on them boys, Boston Celtics. Friend of the show, Craig. You know, is just living the best life possible. Oh right my God, now. he's so stoked! I'm telling you, my dude, 
If experience and erection lasting longer than four hours, turn off the Celtics yeah, game. You know who Correct. is? Every, yeah. Everyone at 538. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they called it. So They were the one. What, what I thought was going to happen is the Warriors were going to take game one. The Celtics got their sea legs, and they're going to be competitive throughout the rest of the series. And it's been uh, an hour and five minutes, and I haven't quoted the wire yet. Okay. Uh, Omar, don't scare. My name be my name. The Celtics don't scare. Mm-hmm. The Golden State Warriors had five players on their team with 123 finals games experience under their belt. Okay, well, the Celtics bad. had zero oh, players okay. with zero <laughs> games. Not a single player on their roster has made it to the finals, yet here they are. Stealing one on the road, and they're up one rip. That's impressive. That is impressive. Al, or- Al Horford in NBA years is 1 million years old. Is that correct? In NBA years? Yes. Yes. Okay. And this is like when you go down to the Y. By the way, <laughs> go down to the YMCA Central Mexico. Hang out with your boys. And go check out the new refurbished community garden, oh my which is nice and getting nicer. It's super nice. Everything out there is so nice. But you go into the you go into the court at the Y, and you see that old man out there, old man slow even, and you're like, oh, I can take him. I got him. And what's he doing? Just popping, just looking down on. He, you know what he's doing? Yeah. He's snatching your chain because Al Horford has snatched the chain, in the hood style mentality that has now been brought to the Boston Celtics. Right off the neck of Steph Curry and the San Francisco Super Soft Warriors, and they ain't going to win a game. This is going to be a four-game sweeper. Congratulations to the Boston Celtics. They better than you is. Here comes Fred on the hyperbole train. Choo-choo, baby. Are you talking about the Boston Celtics, the best three-point shooting team in NBA Finals history? Look, listen to this. Celtics went into San Francisco's house mm-hmm. and beat them at their own game. Oh, so beat is polite. Beat them <laughs> at their own game. They they domestic Steph, violence. Steph, Steph and Clay are like just watching three pointers rain all over their head. And they're like, hey, that's what we do. Hey, wait, this isn't fair. That's my. That's, uh, hey, that's what we do. Stop it, Boston. Boston ended the game van on a twenty. To five run. It's a game of spurts. I recognize that. This is a game of domination. They're playing risk while everyone else is playing chess. Like, this was unreal what Boston did last night. And here's the thing I said it yesterday on the program. Get on the same page. The Warriors don't have the best basketball player in the history of the planet, Kevin Durant, anymore. Your favorite player. They can't win. He's my favorite Twitter bot for sure. They're full of losers. Hey, and I got some bad news for Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. The Celtics won, and their best player, all NBA first teamer Jason Tatum, the best on had the a horrible game. No, no, no. He distributed. And you know what happens after Jason Tatum has a horrible game? What's that, my dude? Jason Tatum turns into a stone cold killer. Do not be surprised if the Celtics head back home up to rip after a huge performance from Jason Listen, Tatum. I don't know if you're correct on that statistic because I've never seen Jason Tatum have a horrible game, so I can't tell you what he does afterwards. Not looking. Not this, looking, Fred. Not this, horrible looking game. Oh. Statistically, not good. He's just the absolute best. He's the sure. best athlete to ever come out of St. Louis all time ever. Is that true? 
I'm trying to think. We already have a varsity, so maybe not. Who else would be in the mix? Ryan Howard? Lawrence Maroney? He's better than both of them. Joe Lewis? Is Joe Lewis from St. Louis? Uh, claims, but no. B.B. <laughs> King? Like who's B.B. King is not an athlete. Oh, my bad. Jackie joyner Kersey's the answer. She, oh, that's strong word. She's the best athlete to ever come out of St. Louis. Yeah. I, That'd I be think, hard to top. Yeah, it's Jackie joyner Kersey. Okay. I believe you. The I, would, I wouldn't know because I'm not Bra- a big St. Louis guy. Brian Cox, maybe. No, he's not better than Jackie joyner Kersey. Brian Cox? Yeah. The actor? I don't know who that is. From Super Troopers? Earlier when you yeah. said Rob Thomas took over the Phillies, I was like, does Santana know about this? <laughs> this <is toxic>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a smooth transition from Girardi to Thompson. I like that one a lot. You did very good at that. That is kind of weird. (laughs) Wouldn't you hate to be, like, the second of, like, a famous name? Like you're the second most famous person? Yeah. They're like, like, Rob Thomas, what's it like taking over the Phillies? He's like, it's a hot one. (laughs) You're like, what? Like, the seat? What are you talking about? Tell me your thoughts on the outgoing manager, Joe Girardi. Well, this life ain't good enough. No. I could change. <laughs> Rob Thomas had the weirdest career. Matchbox 20 killed there for they a minute. They slapped. They were on top of the world. Of all that crap rock that we talk about all yeah. the time, they were at the top. Yes. They were what Dave Matthews Band should have been. Because Dave Matthews Band is unlistenable. Matchbox 20, if you put it, what's that album, 3 a.m. Mom? If you put in that album... And you're like, okay. What's the album called? I think it's called 3 a.m. Mom. 3 a.m. Mom. I think it is. Okay. I might not be correct on that, but, um, but yeah, to be to be like a celebrity, but not be the most, like, no name of that celebrity, that's, like, not a good situation. Also, a lot of feedback. Mad Season, yourself or someone like you is the big one. That was the big one. Uh, the song was 3 a.m., Mom, so don't listen to me on that. So, the, so match, Matchbox 20 is basically the music version of Brett Anderson. Like just, he had one season where he hit like 60 homers, and then he just faded into oblivion. Am I saying the right human being? Brady. Brady Anderson. I don't know if you're correct. Because I think yes. yourself, I don't know if you're correct. Brady or. Anderson hit like 55 home runs. One year, and he never hit over 20 the rest of his career. Obviously drugs, but still. Yourself or someone like you came out in 96. Mad Season came out in 2000. So that's at least a four-year run. And I think they had a couple, because I was out of crap rock by the early 2000s, so I don't know what they did after that. Brady's Brady Anderson, 1996, hit 50 homers. All right, pretty okay. good. That's pretty good. 50 home runs in 1996. Mm-hmm. He's never had a other, another season where he hit more than 21. That's matchbox 20 numbers right there. Joe Madden or Tony LaRusso, who's the next to go? <sighs> Tony LaRusso will probably be gone after this season because of health reasons and age. Yeah, I don't know. This is now the fifth manager for the Phillies in the last 10 years. Is that correct? So that's not a healthy sign of an organization. No. And that's not traditionally how you kind of identify the Phillies. What We were talking about it a couple weeks ago. 
I mean, they're the most average team in all of baseball. Literally. Like, what is, like, literally. Like two weeks ago they were, what was it, 10, uh, 10 and 10 in their last 20, yeah. 25 and 25 in their last 50, 50, 50, and, 50. and 50 in their last 100, I think that's all 200 and 200 for their last 400. It's like, oh, my God. You shouldn't expect much from your Philadelphia Phillies. Well, in the NL East, like, what do you do? If Shout out to David Carl. Sorry, buddy. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> and what do you do if you are, like, NL East Phillies fan? Do you look at the rest of the fan bases for the other teams in the East and go and, and hold your fist in the air and shake it like yeah. Abe Simpson at a cloud and go, we might be slightly better? Yeah. You're, like, yeah. what do you do? You're like, at least we're not the Marlins. Did- and then the Marlins just, like, hold up two trophies. And they're like, oh, these things? Is this what you're talking about? We got two. Speaking of Florida baseball, Florida is trying to ostracize their major league team, and we'll tell you about that after the break. We're two men on live from the remote John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're spinning this broadcast right here at Hollow Spirits. We started our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. And... A little bit of Teller Vodka goes a long way on a weekend like this one. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Give me to her. I need to her. See you walking in here for long. <laughs> You're so excited for Sunday. I can't handle this right now. Sorry, Van, I had to. I know if it's going to be any day, it's going to be today. I played in a uh, Nelly at the Rio Rancho Event Center on Sunday. Sunday. Take your Gladiators tickets down to the box office. Get a Nelly ticket. It's going to be a heck of a party. I played in a celebrity soccer game one time with uh, Murphy Lee okay. and Kiwan Dubaz. Don't who, know who those people are. They're St. Lunatics, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is a big part of Nelly's. Did, old... they, did they try to seek help for that? Uh, okay. They gave help. We take mental health very seriously here. Yeah. And if you know any saint lunatics, please get them the help they need. This is all right. The, you're saying it like it's a disease. Yeah, yeah. That's, are you, is this a good thing? It's, if, you're, if you come down with a case of saint lunaticness, oh. you probably got it from me. Oh, because of the fever, of the, because of the temperature in the room. The, the Hot temperature is very high, high in yeah. this room, so please disrobe. This is That's to to so you can cool off. Thank you. Is that the same song? One hundred percent the same. Cool. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays, and this is an interesting one because Miami did a very similar thing. The Tampa Bay Rays did this in solidarity with the New York Yankees uh, right after the Uvalde shooting. The Tampa Bay Rays use. Their what, man? Their impact, their reach, their social media, sure. their outlets. Yeah. And they made. Do you have the statement in front of you? Do you have it there? So they they made a they politicized uh, gun control. They politicized going through their different outlets and media and and making a statement, which was a little bit. I'm being too kind, which was very opposite Ron DeSantis. Who is the naturally yes yeah who is the uh, the the what the governor of Florida right so you're telling me that Florida has now pulled their state funding for the baseball team that is correct Ron DeSantos will veto a 35 million dollar bill that's already been passed 
that the Tampa Bay Rays were going to receive for their practice and training facility, which they so desperately need because allegedly, besides Oakland, they have the worst stadium and facilities right. in all of baseball. You know, things like this will help the state that he's the governor of, but here he is screwing it up just for political reasons. So the Yankees and the Rays came together, and they said, you know, they're going to use their social media pool, their media pool, to, and they didn't air their games, and they said they felt an, a strong obligation to have, like, a moment of silence, and their silence was they canceled their games, and they both came together in unison to make a statement on the shootings in Uvalde, Texas, and then apparently Governor DeSantis of Florida didn't appreciate that and said because they, they, not just being a moral compass, not doing the right thing, not just being decent human beings, they were the ones, and I'm speaking of the Tampa Bay Rays, that politicized this horrible tragedy. So he cut, well, said he will veto $35 million in funding to help the Tampa Bay Rays facilities. This Which, is despicable. Yeah. This is as low as it gets. Which we've talked about this before. $35 million at a state level, not that much money. No. No, not that much money. And this is one of those, it comes across your desk, you just kind of sign it, that thing. Here's the tweet from Tampa Bay that Florida is so fired up about us. And just give me two seconds. I'm gonna sure, take go a second for it. To read it. <clears throat> we all deserve to be safe. In schools, grocery stores, places to worship, our neighborhoods, houses in America. The most recent mass shooting in Buffalo and Uvalde have shaken, this must have came out before Tulsa, have shaken us to the core. The Tampa Bay Rays are mourning these heartbreaking tragedies that took the lives of innocent children and adults. This cannot become normal. We cannot become numb. We cannot look the other way. We all know if nothing changes, nothing changes. The Rays organization stands committed to actionable change, excuse me, actionable change, and have made a $50,000 commitment to every town for gun safety support fund. Every town is the largest gun violence prevention organization in America. Rather than our usual game coverage on social media tonight, we partnered with every town to amplify facts about gun violence in America. We understand that no single organization can solve this crisis alone, but working together, we can make an impact. We invite you to join us and do what you can, when you can, where you can, because our lives depend on it. And then, as you mentioned, Van Tampa Bay went on to um, not give updates on the game and give updates on Correct. Um, yeah, they didn't, they didn't televise their game. They didn't stream their game. They didn't put any information on the game up in the wake of that shooting to not to draw attention away from the healing that this country needed in that moment. Um, that sounds like the exact right thing to do. That exact, that sounds like the moral thing to do. That sounds like the adult thing to do. You know, what isn't throwing a hissy fit yeah. and shooting yourself in the foot Ooh, because apropos. you didn't like what they said. Cause that's what he did. This is yeah. childish behavior. The $35 million designated to the Tampa Bay Rays in their struggling stadium, which is falling apart. They desperately need it for their practice facilities, for their training facilities, et cetera, et cetera. This is the actions of a child. This is what kids do. Like, oh, yeah, I can't have ice cream. Smack. Throw your ice cream into the ground. This is what kids do. 
here's an example of some of the tweets that were to follow. And it's kind of interesting when you look at Tampa Bay social media because, uh, like, a lot of Major League Baseball social media, right? You know I run social media for some athletic stuff here in the state for New Mexico Highlands University. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a kind of a little bit of experience in this world. So it's a lot of game highlights, a lot of short videos. It's a lot of, like, um, you know, like coffee and cake kind of stuff on athletes. And here, for instance, is what they are running. Quote, an average of 4,500 veterans die by firearm suicide every year. About 12 veterans die each day. Access to a gun triples the risk of death by suicide. About 4.5 million women in the U.S. today report having been threatened with a gun by an intimate partner. They, these are not light. These are every three hours a young black man dies by gun homicide. What? Three hours. What's that? Eight times a day? Eight times a day we're talking about? Sure. Um, yeah, just just incredible. Um, every day more than 110 Americans are killed by guns and more than 200 are shot and injured. What? You know, for doing the right thing, you know what the Tampa Bay organization needs to do right now? Open up that GoFundMe yeah. to shove it in Governor DeSantis's face. This is because you can raise millions of dollars to replace that state bond, and you could raise millions of more dollars to help victims of gun violence. Living in a weird world, man. Weird world. And I don't know when it got weird. Was it? Has it always been weird? Do I just get older? Do I just realize how weird it is now? You got more time on your hands to notice how weird it is, Fred. I, I'm the busiest guy I know. Yeah, and you can still notice. Griffin, are we all old now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. see world because because when I was a kid, I tell you, I didn't get it. I didn't recognize. It. I didn't understand. You know, we talk about gun violence too much because we have to. And well, I think what's I, sad is I, that like the next generations, you know, after us that are obviously younger, um, I think they see that our reactions to it are kind of numbing now, and so I think it. It's just viewed so differently, and, and plus people aren't getting in trouble. Yeah, I mean, you're right there. Like we, we talked about this the day uh, of the shooting. That I mean, this is, this is all indoctrination. This is all media indifference. You see something so often, you're going to be numb to it. And that's something that the next generation after us has to fight for. Because you can't just be numb to it. You can't just keep throwing your hands up and being like, well, it always happens. What can we do? This is a problem unique to the United States of America. This does not happen everywhere in the world. And now is finally the time to take the steps to halt and or stop this. I don't know about finally. This is way past the time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they, well, and that's like anything, right? Like the, the best time to stop gun violence is, you know, 10 years ago. The second best time is now. Sure. Yeah, and it's, it's you got to go. And if you're an entity, you know, I, I often think back to, I guess it would have been 93. And, Griff, I know we're close, so I'm sorry. But I always think back to 1993, and Jim Valvano was giving a speech at the ESPYs. And yeah. he was talking about doing fundraising for, for cancer research. And he was talking about creating the Jimmy V Foundation. And when he gives that speech, he makes a mention of ESPN. And when he makes a mention of ESPN, he uses the phrasing, and what are they going to offer? What they're going to reach? They're going to offer their their 
their publicity, their their notoriety, their money, their their reach, and and that's what all these organizations have today, be it baseball teams or this program or Hollow Spirits, fill in the blank, where you hit everyone is so easily accessible through media and social media and outlets and connectivity, to where if you are the opposing voice to the direction of of who your country of who your friends of who your relatives of who possible victims then it's actually you who are the problem it's correct a, it is a think charles manson yeah. you know it's a are you the one who pulls that trigger no are you the one who makes that trigger available to the person who does sure yeah you are you know and it's it's vicious and it's sick and it's gross and if i one more time read the headline the shooter obtained the gun legally, I will lose it. I will flat out lose it. It doesn't matter if they did it legally or illegally. It matters to me. We've got to stop the culture that allows this to happen. First off, let's say Columbine is when all this started. It's ha- obviously happened before yeah, and thousands of times after. But how many of these have thoughts and prayers stopped, Fred? I mean, Z- the answer is zero, right? Duh. Zero? Is it still zero? Duh. It's still zero. Okay. Ooh. Higher note, whenever we get back, we'll end it with a laugh, I promise. Yeah, let's laugh a little bit. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of what, Van? We're doing trivia topics. Trivia topics. I like that one. Today's I-9 varsity, the varsity of trivia topics. After we give you a little update on... Kind of a momentous little thing that happened to LeBron James this week. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, they're in hollow spirits. That's where they're at. He's a friendly-sounding guy. If he's there, I'd totally go to hollow spirits. So we got a few Gladiators tickets left, my friend. Okay. And, and the second we're off air, these are going to go. So friend of the show who wants some free Gladiators tickets, you better get down here ASAP because they already have been spoken for if you don't come first. Also, still giant stack of Isotopes tickets for you. There we go. They got to go. Forget I'm, I'm making the, the Again, stop ticket, doing it. You gotta, the ticket flapping noise. Can, so, you, can, you, can everybody hear so that? So I'm a big Isotopes tickets fan, but I'm a big Gladiators fan when it's also a Nelly's fan and because your Gladiators ticket is an LA ticket. So take your Gladiators ticket down to the Rio Rancho Event Center to the box office, trade that bad boy in for a Nelly ticket, and you can have both, man. They're not going to take one and give you the other. You're going to have both, man. Are you sure it's not get a Nelly ticket, you get a Gladiators ticket? All I have is the official text from general manager of the Rio Rancho Okay. I be- I, you know, when things are too good to be true, I'll tell you what. You get it, yeah. You get Nelly tickets. Yep, well, yeah. Okay, there you go. Nelly. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Trivia Questions. 505 through and 249.99 is the office, league office 280 at i9sports.com. Reach out to I-9 and uh, get connected on how to get your kid into some activities. All right, Van, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right, Griffin, you're in on this too. Oh, oh Tommy. Oh, my goodness. Tommy, hurry up. We give gotta, us your best we trivia. we got to go get, to yeah, Tommy. Get, Tommy, welcome to the program. Give us your best trivia. My best trivia? Your best Question, trivia category. Um, oh, God. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm uh, so unprepared. Who won the world? Uh, first World Series? We'll make it easy. First World Series ever played. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it's the, totally the Packers. Van <laughs> <laughs> would love that answer, but no, that's not yeah. it. I don't, I don't even know. You guys caught me off guard. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. What's on your mind, Tommy? I believe it's uh, the athletics is the actual answer. Tommy, well, welcome to the, the program. Hey, Philadelphia. Um, I wanted to say... 
one note you had would go kind of a sad note, and it's just an opinion. Okay, as yeah. far as the schools, I think what we're going to have to do, honestly, is fence up every single school, elementary to college, and have one way in and out and have guards. That's the only way to stop it. And I feel if we could spend $40, 50000000 million sending it up to, uh, to fight for the Each war in school? Russia, we could be able, it's, it's possible to get that done because that's the only way I see that they're going to keep the schools safe. I don't know. That's just I, you, know what, you know what really helps kids learn better, really mm-hmm. helps accentuate their education? A dystopian nightmare where you're yeah. actually in prison instead of a school. Shoot, because right now your two yeah. options are that or fear every day that you're at your place of learning, that you're at your safety in your well, third place. That's true. Or just have better security because in New York they never had a school shooting because they have security. Oh. They want everybody. There's got to be some type of, of a better way to do it. That's true. Better way to do so it. So it's not, but it's not anyway, security in New York, it's happy thing. It, yeah, 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 sports, yeah, maybe sports. Let's go. Um, my Yankees are about 12, uh, 20 games over 500. They're pretty good yeah, about pretty that. Good. They're pretty good. Um, they're playing well, play. pitching well. I think it's going to be them and the Dodgers, hopefully, in the World Series. My dream will come true, hopefully. Because they are one and two pretty much in baseball, correct? Uh, they're both pretty good. I mean, yes, obviously, sir. the St. Louis Cardinals have had three NL monthly players in a row. And, I mean, they're just yeah. the best team in the Central, and they're going to go on a tear and make it to the World Series like they do every year. But, yeah, definitely the Dodgers. I want to see it. I think it would be great for ratings. And I know it's early, but to see a team almost 20 games over 500 and the, and the way they're pitching and they're winning games, either they're beating somebody badly or they're, they're winning the close games. And what I like what Boone is doing, he's, he's dictating the pitching a little bit better, keeping guys in longer or taking them out sooner. And it seems like he's switching it up better this year. I've noticed that too. So I'm pretty happy with All that. Right. Until it's later in the season yeah. when you yeah, say, well, oh, my God, this guy has too many innings. Why aren't you resting him? <laughs> He's not pitching yeah, in the playoffs I now. I want to see. Like I said, they're starting off a lot better than I thought they would. I, to be honest, but the Rays are still there. They're, I wish we would have swept them. We took 2-2. I wanted to get at least three games, but there's still a little thorn in our side. But, you know, hopefully we can, you know, play them later on in the season and put them away. But I always keep my eyes on the Rays in that division. Yeah, Tommy, you're exactly right here. You know, no, no matter what, what your fandom is, if there's a Yankees-Dodgers World Series, that's universally entertaining for everyone. Yep, guys. Um, have a good night. I'll try to get by there. You guys have dared till 7 or 8 or something? Uh, yeah, we'll be here a minute. Yeah, we're off the air in just a minute, but we're going to hang out for a while. There are a lot of friends of the show here, so we're going we're gonna to scoot the toot a little bit. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Thank you so very much, right, Tommy. Great. We're going to finish out the I'll try to get over there. Here. Okay, bye. Good friend of the show, Tommy. Good contributor. Yeah, he's good. Hot takes. The kid's got hot takes. Yeah, well, and all, I mean, the hotter, like the hottest is the St. Louis Cardinals because it's never, it hasn't been done since 1970, but the Cardinals three consecutive months in a row have had the NL player of the month, and that is uh, Goldschmidt, Arenado, and, and Tyler O'Neill, which is kind of a weird one or whatever. Mm. But I'm just saying, I mean, it's team's going to catch fire at the right time. They're going to go to the World Series, best team in baseball. I'm leading off at today's 99 varsity band. I'm taking it from you. Okay. I, I like the trivia category where you show a like an old timey like celebrity mug shot, and then people have to name who the celebrity is. Okay, yeah, that to me is a very good trivia topic. That is very niche. That is very niche. That is very strong it's work. Not, it's not classic. And what you're doing here is you're previewing our categories for the next trivia. <laughs> is what you're doing here. So lo- loyal listener, friend of the show. Uh-huh. Write these down. You're going to do well. Well, you only get one more because we're on the way out. Give me okay. your one. Uh, I'll just do all four at once. Go. The Wire, 
early 90s hip-hop, yeah. baseball, uh-huh. and Star Wars. Those are my four. Those are my – if you're ever – Going to Geeks Who Drink yep. or any kind of trivia, and it's about baseball, The Wire, 90s hip-hop, or Star Wars, I'm your guy. United Watch Party tomorrow night right Woo! here at Hollow Spirits. We Woo! are hosting that. Come hang out with your boys. Any final words, Van? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but make sure you have a great weekend and you start your Monday with the opening drive, Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone, GG. See you on Monday, Burke. Hey, good job, Griff. You did so good today.